is LBC from Global, leading Britain's conversation with Steve Allen. Morning, everybody. Nice to have your company. It really is nice to have your company this morning as we try and unravel what has taken place within the last hour. Uh, Vladimir Putin orders the invasion of Ukraine with explosions heard in the uh, capital. He's also said that should other countries interfere, there will be consequences they have never seen. I think we'd better go to the top and find out exactly what's going on, where, where this leads. I mean, is this going for a full-scale attack? I mean, at the end of the day, all you're going to end up with is a complete country ravaged and body bags. Simon Marks is LBC's Washington correspondent and joins us now. Simon, good morning. Morning to you, Steve. Well, this is unreal, isn't it? I mean, we were, we were seriously hoping, in fact, I was only saying a couple of days ago, I don't think he's going to go ahead with this. That at the moment, most of the papers are saying he's gone round the bend completely. I, I, what is he solving? I have to say, it is unreal. I mean, as I think you will remember, many years ago, I used to be based in Moscow, mm. uh, and I've travelled the length and breadth of Ukraine, and it is just absolutely staggering to have come to this point. Let me take you back over the last, uh, what, uh, hour and 15 yeah. minutes or so. At 5.45am Moscow time, uh, a televised address to the nation was broadcast by Russian state media from President Vladimir Putin. There is reason to believe that it was not live. It looks as though it was pre-taped because he was wearing the same clothes that he was wearing on Monday night uh, when he made his speech to the Russian people, mm. uh, telling them that Ukraine uh, should never have been allowed to be independent. It was a great historical wrong, and he was the man to correct it. Well, in the address that was broadcast Early this morning, Moscow time, Vladimir Putin announced that he is taking, uh, that he is authorizing what he described as a special military operation in eastern Ukraine. And it's important to understand that that's how he characterized it mm. as a kind of a limited special military operation in and around the cities of Donetsk and Luhansk, which of course is that part of Ukraine that earlier this week uh, Vladimir Putin recognized as independent, no longer part uh, of Ukraine no longer under the writ of Kiev. Shortly after that broadcast aired on Russian state television, explosions, loud explosions were heard in and around Donetsk, but not just in eastern Ukraine, also in the Ukrainian capital Kiev, with the government there saying that some of their command and control centers uh, were being struck with ballistic and cruise missiles fired by the Russians. There were also explosions heard and seen in the northeastern city of Kharkiv, which is is uh, another major population center uh, in Ukraine. Reports, too, that the Pentagon here believes that some kind of an amph amphibious landing is being made uh, by Russian forces in Odessa, which is down on the Black Sea mm. coast. Uh, now, bear in mind that in the run-up to this, the Biden administration had predicted that first of all, a Russian invasion would begin with Vladimir Putin creating a pretext for some kind of invasion, which of course they say is what he did by uh, recognizing those two cities in eastern Ukraine as independent, and that then it would start with aerial bombardment and cyber warfare. Well, we appear to have seen both of those over the last few hours. And then, once the aerial bombardment was done, the Russians would move onto a ground offensive aimed at toppling the government of President Volodymyr Zelensky in Kiev. Now, we don't know 
if that's going to happen, but certainly everything else that the Americans and Western intelligence agencies predicted were going to happen do seem now to have been set in train. Now, while all of that was taking place on the ground in Moscow and also uh, in those areas uh, of uh, Ukraine, the United Nations Security Council was meeting in an emergency session uh, in New York and shortly before Vladimir Putin's address to the nation was broadcast in Russia in a, in a highly unusual move. I mean, I certainly can't remember anything like this happening mm. before. The Secretary General of the United Nations, Antonio Gutierrez, speaking at the Security Council, looked straight down the barrel of a camera and said this. I have only one thing to say from the bottom of my heart. President Putin, stop your troops from attacking the Ukraine. Give peace a chance. Too many people have already died. Well, way too late for that, because even as he was saying that, the Russians were preparing to transmit uh, that message from Vladimir Putin uh, announcing this special military operation in eastern Ukraine. Uh, and we have since had a statement from President Biden, uh, and it looks like this was uh, prepared ahead of time because they uh, churned it out on email very rapidly after those first reports of uh, the attack came in. Uh, it describes uh, what's taken place as Russia's unprovoked and unjustified attack on Ukraine. And, you know, given the historic nature of the events we're reporting, it's probably worth reading this statement in full. President Biden says the prayers of the entire world are with the people of Ukraine tonight as they suffer an unprovoked and unjustified attack by Russian military forces. President Putin has chosen a premeditated war that will bring a catastrophic loss of life and human suffering. Russia alone, the president says, is responsible for the death and destruction this attack will bring. And the United States and its allies and partners will respond in a united and decisive way. The world will hold Russia accountable. The president then goes on to say that he'll mon he'll, he's going to be monitoring the situation, of course, from the White House tonight. We'll get regular updates from his national security team. Then he says, tomorrow I will meet with my G7 counterparts in the morning. That's a, a virtual summit meeting of G7 leaders, including, of course, the prime minister. We already knew that was taking place. They discussed. Uh, holding that meeting earlier in the week. Then President Biden says, I will speak to the American people to announce the further consequences that the United States and our allies and partners will impose on Russia for this needless act of aggression against Ukraine and global peace and security. We will also coordinate with our NATO allies to ensure a strong united response that deters any aggression against the alliance. Tonight, he concludes, Jill and I are praying for the brave and proud people of Ukraine. Uh, now, what, of course, is so fascinating about that uh, statement is that the president of the United States is indicating that his response to this, as the White House has previously indicated, is not going to be military. It's going to be more economic sanctions, uh, possibly even the sanctioning uh, of Vladimir Putin himself. The White House said today that was not off the table. But that means, Steve, massive questions 
about what happens if the Russian military now begin that ground offensive mm. and seek to bring about regime change in Ukraine. What was the, the worrying thing for me, Simon, was Putin threatening other countries with consequences they have never seen. I mean, do we interpret that as he's going to turn the bombers onto us and onto America and onto the United Nations? Uh, let me just pull up uh, what he said in that uh, televised address, because it is uh, an important point. Uh, Vladimir Putin was uh, in that speech warning, seemingly, the United States and NATO. He mm. said, uh, a couple of words for those who would be tempted to intervene. Russia will respond immediately and you will have consequences that you have never faced before in your history. Now, you know, you can read that a couple of different ways. Yeah. You can read that as a military threat to mm. NATO uh, and, uh, of course, to the United States and its interests in Europe. Or you can read it as an extension of what the Russians were saying earlier in the day, which is that the Russians are planning some kind of sanctions of their own against uh, the United States. But that is clearly very bellicose rhetoric. Mm. And it's coming from a man who, if, if you've watched his, his appearances over the last 72 hours, has to American uh, policymakers appeared frankly unhinged. I mean, I was thinking about this a lot today. I had the opportunity back in 2003, very early in Vladimir Putin's presidency, to interview him. Uh, and I was actually looking back at the tape of that today, and he's young, and he's mm. holding out the possibility of partnership with the West. It was right around the time George Bush was in uh, Moscow, George W. Bush, for a summit meeting with Vladimir Putin, and the air was thick with possibility about a few future relationship with the West. He looks absolutely, completely different 20 mm. years later. Mm. He's furious, he's angry, he's steaming about uh, injustices. I mean, the speech that he made to the Russian people on Monday night was literally a steaming cauldron of anti-Western grievance. No more is he talking about the possibility of partnering with uh, Europe, as, as he said uh, back in 2003, uh, with the civilised world. He doesn't view Europe and the United United States as the civilized world, he is on a mission to overturn what he believes is an historic injustice, which is the recognition of Ukrainian independence. He doesn't believe that Ukraine should ever have been hived away from its historic, as he sees it, relationship with the peoples of Russia, the Slavic and, and Orthodox people. W which raises the question, Steve, what is the United States going to do mm. if Russian forces topple the Ukrainian government? And that question was asked today, just a few hours ago now, seems like ancient history, yeah. at the White House briefing. Take a listen to this exchange between one of the White House reporters in the room and White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki. Given that you're warning of a full-fledged invasion, potential attacks on Kyiv, um, how the administration is as confident as it is that that won't become necessary at some point, that there won't be any need down the road for military engagement with Russia. That is not a decision the president is going to make. Based on? We are not going to be in a war with Russia or putting military troops on the ground in Ukraine fighting Russia. So ultimately, if, if Vladimir Putin takes all of Ukraine, that's a situation that the administration is not, not going to condemn, obviously going to punish economically, but that's not something that will be 
engagement. Well, that is that is several steps down the road. But what, what I will tell you is the president has been crystal clear and consistent. He is not sending U.S. troops to fight in Ukraine. That has not changed. Now, imagine if mm. you were a citizen of Ukraine tonight. Your mm. country is being attacked by the Russians and the White House has been absolutely declarative. There is no military, active military support coming your way from the United States and, and almost certainly not coming mm. your way from, from NATO allies. That has the potential not only to intensify the humanitarian uh, catastrophe in Ukraine, but also to spark a real refugee crisis in Europe if Ukrainians start voting with their feet and trying to get out of the country and heading for the border. Simon Marks, always a pleasure. Thank you very much indeed. As I said before, the only people who are going to benefit out of this are going to be the undertakers because it's going to be body bags and it's going to be a country decimated. But where it goes from here, we'll probably catch up with, uh, with Simon. He's going to be very busy over the next uh, days and weeks. But the people of the Ukraine, who only a few days ago were saying, oh, if it's going to happen, it's going to happen. Now it appears it is happening. And we'll have uh, more updates this morning. If you have just uh, woken up, uh, Kiev has now declared a state of emergency. And uh, Putin has said there is action and it's taking place now. Probably a lot more than they're actually admitting to. But uh, where we fit into it, I mean, the very idea that we had sanctions against uh, Russian businesses and banks and things like that is, uh, is small fry compared to the might of the, uh, of the American armed forces. We'll take a short break. Steve Allen's early breakfast, 16 past four. LBC.